Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey for this. <laughs> Can you get this out of my face? You know, the, so the people who are hearing your little rants right now are only the people who pay $5 a month. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe people like that exist. I think you are making them up. I think you are making them up. I don't believe that they exist. You saw me. I, and if they exist, they should freaking take my job as your wife, and then they can hear your chatter for free all the fucking time. Get this out of my face. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling great. Uh, the NFL season for me has been over since September, basically since week one, when we lost yeah. the game and then lost our quarterback for three weeks to Mono. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd say, as a, like excluding you know from a from a homer standpoint, it's been a really good season. Yeah. So I'm excited for the playoff push. Although week week 16. It's a it's a two day week. It's a Saturday and Monday sort of extravaganza, and then Sunday will be all about Dallas Philly. Like there's so many bad yeah. games at one o'clock. Yeah, but as we said, all the there's a lot of bad games, but also that's because all the bad teams are like playing each other. Yes, that's right? the it's the trash taking out the trash. Yeah, I mean New Orleans Tennessee is a good game. Yeah, that's a good game. I don't think people aren't super yeah. excited that, about it, really but about it's definitely it. a, uh, an important game. Yeah, Bloom a little bit off the rose for Tennessee, but a must win. Is there anything, speaking of uh, New Orleans, is there anything, Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't know Breeze was close to the record until last week, right? Yeah. It's so funny. It's very Stats interesting how matter. these things are always perfectly timed for his uh, primetime yeah, games, though. Yeah, for sure. Testator's call was maybe the worst call in sports history, right? Yeah, but that's an evergreen tweet. Yeah, Testator sucks. I mean, that, that tweet was so, I, I, I could see Al Michaels, like, vomiting when he heard that, you know? Jim Nance probably called Joe Buck and they were just laughing on the phone like this is like every time Tesla does something like that they have to they get an extra $250,000 on their contract from like CBS I don't get how he got the Monday night gig it doesn't make sense well Booger's crazier because like at least Tesla tour had a um he had resume right like Booger this is his first he wasn't like the number four guy in Fox and he was so good that they promoted him to yeah like that would make sense that's what you shouldn't get the Monday night job yeah you know they wouldn't just give it to you know Nance and Buck and these guys like, they had to work their way up. I mean, Buck had nepotism. But, like, Al Michaels was doing yeah. garbage sports for 20 years before he got these these jobs. Yeah. You know, the Miracle on Ice was a big deal, except, like, before that it happened, that's like, you know. Well, but the thing with Booger, okay, so Witten was, I would say, a, a bigger, a worse than Booger. Because Booger, like, at least they were coming up with this whole new concept where he was going to be in that mobile arm yeah. flying around the stadium. The problem is that when that backfired, instead of just showing him the door, they're like, all right, just come inside the booth. 
Yeah. So he can. But when was at least the name, and they thought, okay, there's going to be Romo 2.0. But yeah, Booger sucks. Yeah. You have to watch Monday Night Football with the sound off. I mean, it's surprising that not every white former Dallas Cowboy is exactly the same. Yeah. Because that seems to basically have been what the conclusion was. All right, I, it, I'm now realizing as we start this podcast that I, I failed to yet compile all the uh, spread guesses for all our listeners. That's okay. So, yeah, we're not going to discuss that. Well, who podcast, won, me or you? Um, um, oh, between you and I, uh, I, uh, I beat you up. Actually, you were winning. Let me see. Yeah, you were winning 7-5, to five, but then I won all of the late games in the Sunday night game and the Monday night mm-hmm. game. So I won 10-7. to seven. I beat you. Uh, yeah, but you uh, you you were better on the early games, so yeah, I'll post in the uh, maybe on the Facebook page or in the in the in the WhatsApp in the Patreon uh, group chat um, what happened with the spread guessing in the Patreon group chat for our regular listeners. So we last week on the Patreon we started episode one of our determination to find the best song of the 1990s, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was uh, we did episode one of what's going to be a multiple part uh, series last week, and last night I got Dr. Jen who is a self-proclaimed expert on 90s music to listen to our podcast and then she was going on rants complaining about us and so I recorded those rants and I shared those for Patreon. You want to play one? Well. You want to play one rant? Play play it here, give people yeah, a taste. Yeah, give people a taste of what Dr. Jen is talking about. It's it's very frustrating for me to listen to this because I actually care about the music. You guys don't actually care about the music, which is very obvious. You just care about chattering and talking about your own little stupid stories and it's this like narcissistic like chatter about yourselves and not about the music or the songs themselves which i find extremely irritating and second of all you guys have no right to be making this list when you when you have time to listen to anything with your headphones you're listening to podcasts and other random crap and i'm actually listening to 90 songs that's what i'm listening to anytime i have time to listen to anything i'm not listening to podcasts i'm listening to music i'm listening to 90s music so some people actually care about this stuff and care about these songs and i think you're doing you're, you're doing it's disrespectful it's disrespectful the topic you're <laughs> chattering about oh what cds did you own and like uh, stupid stuff nobody cares about what cds you owned people just want to hear about the the songs the music I just I don't I don't agree with your podcast. <laughs> she doesn't believe that we have any listeners. Yeah, and she certainly doesn't believe that we have any patrons. Yeah, you should so- show her the website. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like uh, you know, there's an episode of this uh, of this podcast that will not be named, but uh, in that episode, we accuse people of creating fake characters to support a narrative. So I guess maybe she thinks that that's what you and I are doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's jump in. Let's do what we were supposed to do last week, which was I think you would ask where the 2019 NFC West ranks among the greatest divisions ever. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get to it last week. so We're going to get to it this week. And it's bad news for the NFC West because they went down from this week. to. Oh, last yeah. Week well, the Rams he, laid laying a big egg because if the Rams were in third yeah, place, the Rams laid an enormous egg in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco, I argue, arguably did even worse, losing at home to a garbage team. And then Seattle barely won, you know, against Carolina a team that's lost seven in a row. Yeah. Uh, ironically, the only team that looked good last week in the division is Arizona, the worst team. But um, yeah, so I went through. I ranked every division from the last thirty years, mm-hmm. and so uh, we're only going to do the top thirty today because you know we'll be here all day. The top thirty, I, I felt like the top five yeah. would make more sense. No, we're doing top thirty, baby. Um, oh. oh, by the way, quick recap of last week. So um, I uh, I bet a hundred million dollars on the Packers to cover that one. I bet a hundred million dollars on the Broncos to cover that did not. So I broke even. 
you bet $100 million on Tennessee to cover. Uh, that did not work out. You bet $100 million on the Rams to cover. Uh, that did not work out either. So you lost $200 million. What um, am I at? And just, uh, so you're still up. You're at $1.7 billion mm-hmm. because you're only betting $100 million at a time. And you know you would early on bet a lot more. So you went from $1.9 to $1.7. I'm still at up seven sixty seven. Um, in the five games, just picking winners and losers that we disagreed on, I went four and one. Oh, nice. Uh, bad week for you, uh, guessing winners and losers. So I'm now up uh, four games for your total on the season. Um, so yeah, so let, let's talk about the divisions. So I, I went back all the way. I did the last 30 years. So I went back to to uh, the the early 90s. Um, and obviously in the five division era, in the five team division era, it was harder to get up here because you know it's hard for a division to have five good teams. But um, that is how I did it. So uh, we'll start though. Uh, my 30th best division of the last 30 years. Mm-hmm is the 2006 AFC East. Now, what did the Jets do in 2006? Do you remember? They made the playoffs. Yeah, you really can't six. do all 30 divisions. It's insane. <laughs> you have to do top 10. After number three, you literally no, have We're to, doing top no, 30. Nobody cares the about people... the 27th best division of all time. Okay. Well, then they don't have to oh listen. That's God. fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you remember anything else about the 2006 Jets or no? Uh, the 2006 Jets... Um... Yeah, what's to remember? Uh, uh, Chad Pennington's still the quarterback. Yeah, basically, the, the narrative of the AFC East is that they've been so, the Patriots have been so good for so long that all it basically takes is one other team to be good mm-hmm. for that division to crack this list. Yeah. And the Jets were good in 06, 09, 010. Um, you know, but there were no terrible teams that year. Like uh, Buffalo in 2006 went 7 and 9, but they basically played like a 500 team. And Miami went 6 and 10, but it was actually even better than Buffalo. They were 16th in DVOA. Uh, Buffalo was 18th in DVOA. So there's basically no bad team. So, yeah, so that's that. We'll, we'll, let, we'll go through these ones quickly. Uh, number 29, I have the 2016 AFC West. The, the Chargers had a down year, uh, but the Broncos were the defending champions, and they still went 9 and 7. Uh, Kansas City, that was the first year with Andy Reid. They exploded. They went 12 and 4. And Oakland had their best year basically since the Super Bowl. That was the year that until Carr got injured, right? They went 12 and 4 also. So you had two 12 and 4 teams. You had the defending champion Broncos at 9 and 7. Uh, that's uh, So that's number 29. 28, the 2011 NFC North. That's the year the Packers went 15 and 1. And, you know, Rodgers had his career year. And basically, they, you know, they're the best team in football until Eli came to town in the playoffs. Um, Detroit went 10 and 6, basically their best year ever. Uh, the Bears were a very strong 8 and 8. Um, the funny thing is, by the way, the only two years that the NFC North is on this list, and I also have the NFC Central, but uh, are the two worst Vikings years of my lifetime. And so one of them was uh, in 2011. The Vikings went 3-13, and 13, so they were garbage. Mm-hmm. But everyone else in the division was pretty good. Number 27, uh, your division again, the AFC East. This is in 2009. The uh, The Patriots only went 10-6 and six that year. The Jets only went 9-7. and seven. Um, But uh, both of those teams were much better. By DVOA, the Patriots were 4th and the Jets were ninth. Um and again, the Jets, um, you know, they went all the way to the uh, AFC Championship, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Miami went seven and nine, but uh, we're very good. And Buffalo went six and ten, but we're uh, not so bad. All right, uh, number twenty-six is the nineteen ninety-two NFC West. Uh, back then, the NFC West only had four teams, even though uh, most other divisions had five. Uh, the Forty ers were obviously elite; they went fourteen and two. Uh, the Saints went twelve and four; uh, they were also incredible. Um, all right, uh, two thousand ten. NFC North. Uh, that's the year that the Bears went 11 and five and were probably the worst uh, one, uh, like one seed that we've ever seen. Or I think they were the two seed, but they were the worst team to have a buy that we've ever seen. They were atrocious. They were only 16th in DVOA, uh, but the Packers were third in DVOA. They won the Super Bowl uh, as a wild card, so uh, pretty good division that year. Uh, 2015 NFC West is 24th. Uh, that was the year that the Cardinals went 13 and three. Uh, Seattle went 10 and six. This is uh, you know they were actually number one in DVOA. They were number one in DVOA I think four years in a row. 
right? Mm-hmm. And are you listening at all? I mean, I don't think anybody's listening. <laughs> you asked for this. Yeah, I, I asked for you to make the list. I didn't say let's do a full podcast about the top 30. I made a long time making this chart. You okay? spend lots of charts. Not every chart gets a podcast. I, people yeah, want the top this five or six. All right, fine. So I will skip up a little bit. Um, all right. How about I do? Uh, let's see. All right, we'll do the we'll do the top fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll start with number fourteen because number fourteen is where I have this year's NFC West. Okay. So uh, so my question was relatively. I mean, it was on the right t- on the right. You know. Yeah, I had them higher. I had them like tenth last week, but again, they had a bad week, so they dropped a few spots. I mean, here's the issue: Seattle's a very weak eleven and three. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. They're, they're they're like an unimpressive eleven and three team. I'd say the Niners are um, a strong eleven and three though. Like all you know. Yeah, the, the the Niners are very good. You know, they're top three in DVOA. Uh the Rams are okay, but they're nothing special. They're a slightly above average team. And Arizona is probably arguably is, is worse than the last place team of any of the top fourteen. Like the the way to get to the top fourteen is your worst team has to be, you know, not terrible, basically. And Arizona's been pretty Can I ask bad you a question? Season. Is Arizona the yeah. best last place team this season though? This season, um, hold on. Let me. I mean, they're better than both the Easts. They're better than. They have a worse record than than Denver. I mean, if you if you say the Chargers are in last place, then that's a little trickier, also. Yeah, I mean, they're better than both the Easts. They're better than um, both the Norths, right? Mm-hmm. I well, I don't know because the Lions were better until, but now the Lions have folded on the season. Yeah. So by the time the season's over, they will, you know, Arizona will be better. But even right now, I mean, Arizona's, uh, you know, points differential is still twenty points worse than the Lions. You know, on a neutral field uh, with the, you know, with Matthew Stafford, the Lions would be a better team. Um, the AFC, no, the AFC South, the Jaguars are probably better. Although uh, that's the no, I think the Cardinals would be I, no, the, Cardinals the AFC West. The AFC, Cardinals would the AFC West, West, the Chargers and Broncos are both better. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's the AFC mm-hmm. West. Um, yeah, it's and it's hard because the the Lions in the NFC North and the Panthers in the NFC South have you know have lost six seven games in a row. They've given up on their seasons. So uh, whereas the Cardinals are still trying mm-hmm. for some reason. So all right. So one spot ahead of the NFC West uh, this year is the 1998 AFC East, uh, the greatest year of your lifetime, uh, the best Jet season of lifetime, and also all three uh, play all three uh, wild cards in the NFL in the AFC that year were all in your division. Uh, all three right. wild cards. Oh, you mean back in? Yes, yes. You had you had four playoff teams yeah, in your division. Miami happen, went ten and six, now. made the playoffs. Buffalo went ten and six, made the playoffs. New England went nine and seven, mm-hmm. made the playoffs. So yeah, if four teams make the division and one of them was you know a top three, four team like the Jets, so that's a very good year. Number twelve is the nineteen ninety five NFC Central. Uh, they had four teams in the top ten in DVOA. The Vikings finished eight and eight and in fourth place in this division. They were number seven in DVOA. So it was. Uh, it's also the only. It was the first year that uh, the Vikings ever missed the playoffs under Denny Green. Uh, Favre won his first of three consecutive MVPs, and it was right before the Packers went on a two-year Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. So the '95 NFC Central, very good. Uh, number eleven is the 2008 NFC South. Um, this was actually. Let's combine number ten and eleven. In 2008, the NFC East and the NFC South both make my list. All right. Yeah. Both so that this is two divisions in the same conference in the same year in which every single team went 500 or better, which is kind of crazy, right? Yeah, that probably means it's a, For, it's it's not a. I mean, it could be a bottom heavy year, I guess, just in the other conference. I don't know. No, but they're all very strong in DVOA. I mean, so I mean, the Eagles were um, the Eagles went uh, nine six and one, and and were a wild card, and they were number one in DVOA. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Falcons uh, in the in the in the NFC South were eleven and five. They were the other wild card, and then the Giants in Carolina both went twelve and four. Uh, you know they both crapped out in the playoffs. But um, and then and then you know Dallas and Tampa went nine and seven each, and Washington and New Orleans were last place, went eight and eight each. 
So, uh, you know, th- so the 2008 was a very strange year in the NFC, but uh, two NFC teams from the same year, uh, t- 11 and 10 on my list. So number nine, approaching the top 10, the 2002 NFC South, the first year that we went to the uh, current format. Uh, the Bucks uh, won the Super Bowl. They went 12 and four. Uh, Mike Vick debuted in Atlanta. They went nine, six and one. They were a top 10 team by DVOA. Uh, but this is really about the Bucks, who were like historically great on defense that year, and also were were much better on offense than people give them credit for. People like like to bash Brad Johnson, mm-hmm. but Brad Johnson was not bad, and the Bucks were not bad that year no. on offense either. All right, number eight, uh, the 2005 AFC West. This was uh, Drew Brees' last year in San Diego. They were they were uh, third place in the division and nine and seven, but they were sixth in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there were three top six teams in DVOA. Kansas City was five in DVOA, and Denver was number two in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the the Chargers, who I said went 9-7 and seven and uh, didn't even come close to the playoffs, they beat uh, the the uh, Super Bowl champion Patriots 41-17, to 17, mm-hmm. and they ended a undefeated Colts season 26-17. to 17. So, you know, when one of the worst teams in your division is number 6 in DVOA and beat the two best teams in the league, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, all right, number 7, the 1992 NFC East. This was like peak, peak NFC East era. Obviously, the Cowboys were the best team in the NFL, won the Super Bowl. The Eagles were the second best team in the NFL, number 2 by DVOA. Um, uh, Randall Cunningham bounced back. He had missed the previous season due to injury. Washington was coming off uh, not just having been defending Super Bowl champions, but were, according to DVOA, the greatest team in NFL history. And they still went 9-7, and seven, uh, and they and they won a playoff game as well. So it, this division was so top-heavy with three just uh, you know three of the top five teams by DVOA that even though... By the way, uh, Phoenix went 4-12. and 12. They were the worst team in the division. They were still 15 by DVOA. So there was no bad team in the division that year. Mm-hmm. All right, number six, the 2002 AFC West. Uh, the Oakland Raiders, they went to the Super Bowl uh, against the Bucks. They were number two in DVOA. And then um, the Chiefs were last place in this division at 8-8, eight and eight, so everyone went 500 or better. Uh, would you like to guess where the last place Chiefs finished in DVOA that year? Uh, 11. Four. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, again, when your worst team is number four in DVOA, you're a very strong team. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. All right, top five. So, we have the 1991 NFC East. So, we already had the 1992 NFC East. Uh, the 1991 NFC East, as I already said, Washington that year is considered, according to DVOA, the greatest team in NFL history. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys were, you know, this is the year before they won consecutive Super Bowls. They were 11-5. and five. They were a very good team. The Eagles were 10-6, and six, missed the playoffs, but were number five in DVOA. The Giants won 8-8. Eight eight. They were also top 10 in DVOA. So uh, just a very stacked division. Uh, so they cracked number five. But they're not even the best NFC East because the 2007 NFC East, I have number four. So this was, uh, you know, uh, Tony Romo's uh, best year of his career. They went 13-3, and the Cowboys. The uh, Giants uh, uh, won the Super Bowl against an undefeated 16-0 and uh, Patriots team. They went 10-6. and Washington also made the playoffs at 9-7. and And the Eagles, you know, in Andy Reid's, you know, second-to-worst season in Philly, they went 8-8. Eight eight. They were last place, still top 10 in DVOA. So, again, you know, when the worst team in your division is a top 10 team in DVOA and it's above 500 or 500 or better, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Number three is the 2007, the same year, the AFC South. Uh, You know, most of us remember that year for the undefeated Patriots uh, losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. But the Colts that year were the second-best team in the NFL by DVOA. They went 13-3. and You know, this was peak Peyton Manning Colts. Uh, The Jaguars were the third-best team by DVOA that year. They went 11-5. And and both wild cards in the AFC came out of this division because Tennessee went 10-6 and and was the other wild card. Uh, from the AFC uh, that year. And Houston was the worst team in the division, uh, but they still went 8-8. Eight and eight. And so um, they, uh, the, by the way, the next year AFC South just, just missed this list. I have them at number 33, the 2008 AFC mm-hmm. South. All right, number two, the second best division of the last 30 years is your division again. So a lot of appearances by your division. 
And um, it's uh, again, it's basically because the Patriots were always amazing, and if someone else is good, they get on this list. So in 2004, the Patriots went, uh, who had you know made their third Super Bowl in four years, went 14 and two, were you know as good as they ever get. The Jets were number four in DVOA, the second best Jets team this century, or second best Jets team basically of your lifetime, yeah. I'd say by DVOA anyhow, yeah. right? I mean, they they didn't have the playoffs. Well, no, the 98 team is the best 10. team. Is yeah, so I said second. But that's best. not the century. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying even if, yeah. Well, so, the Jets yeah, are tricky because they had two kind of the... crappy teams make the AFC Championship game back-to-back years in 10 yeah, and 11. Yeah, so, yeah. But obviously, you you, you take 09-010 over 04 because, you know, the... Well, four is tricky. Uh, you know, they they win in overtime against the Chargers. But that was a... Uh, they had literally won that game and then a roughing the um, passer on a fourth... On an incomplete play by, by Breeze on fourth down extend the game into overtime. But didn't the Chargers miss like three field goals yes, in that game or yeah, something? Yeah, but, uh, you know, they, yeah. the game was literally over and they threw a flag. That's Nate Kading, right? Yes, Nate Kading blew that game. And then the next week... I think he retired as like the all-time NFL leader... In he was very accurate. <laughs> he just missed like his eight biggest kicks. So that's his whole legacy. Yeah. It must suck yeah. because like he knows he had a great career, made a lot of money. But like if he goes in the street, not that there's a lot of diehard Chargers fans. It's much better than being like yeah. a Steelers kicker. And so, I can, yeah, yeah. And then, well, Mike Vanderjack sort of the yeah, same. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then his um, and then the Jets, I, I believe it was Doug Bryan missed uh, a winning kick in. And then the Steelers won in overtime. Yeah. Doug Bryan always had his helmet like pulled too low yes. on his head or yeah, something. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Okay, so the Jets, 10-6, and six, number four in DVOA. Great season. Uh, you know why this division is number two all-time, though? Because the Bills, who want 9-7, and seven, were number three in DVOA. Wow. So you had the second, third, and fourth best teams in the NFL in the same division. Uh, the Bills only went 9-7, and seven, so they found a way to lose. But, um, you know, they uh, their margin of victory, well, they they won their game. They uh, outscored their opponents by seven points per game, which is very impressive for a team that's only 9-7. and seven. They should have went 11-5. and five. They should have made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number one. The best division of our lifetime. So it is the NFC West, but it's the NFC West from 2006, or excuse me, from 2013, six years ago. Uh, this is peak Legion of Boom. Seattle, uh, you know, uh, wins the Super Bowl 13 and three, number one in DVOA by a massive margin. I think they're the second or third best team in DVOA. I think third best team in DVOA ever. The 49ers uh, went 12 and four. This was, uh, you know, this this the AFC champ, the NFC championship came down to, uh, you know, the the play the last game and the the last play of the game with uh, Crabtree against uh, Richard Sherman, but San Francisco, this was peak cap. They were very good. Arizona was, I mean, they went ten and six and missed the playoffs, but they were top ten in DVOA. They were eons better than the Packers won that the NFC North that year, going eight seven and one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Arizona was ten and sixteen to make the playoffs. And then the Rams, with the worst team in the division, were seven and nine, and were still fourteen in DVOA. So basically, you had like this historically good Seattle team, an incredibly good San Francisco team, and then a really strong three and four. So the NFC West in two thousand thirteen is the best division we've seen in a while. The NFC West this year not going to do it just because the Rams are you know are not what we expected them to be. But look, if the Rams had been as good as we thought they were coming into the season, with with, with the years that Seattle and San Francisco have had, then you know this division would have been in comp- in competition. So it's been good this year. It's the best division this year, but it's not historically great by any margin. Right. the The worst quarterback in the division by a mile was in the Super Bowl. You know, eleven months ago with uh, with a powerhouse offense. So it's pretty yeah. Funny. Yeah, Kyler Murray. By the way, yeah, I'm glad that I thought you were going to say he's the worst, but yeah, I I, I would unquestionably rather have Kyler. No, Murray no, that, I mean, I don't even mean for the future. Would, I mean this year. Jared Goff's mom would yeah. rather have Kyler Murray as a son. Yeah, <laughs> as a son. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I like that the the Kyler Murray uh, the the Heisman House commercial. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Kyler Murray and Bo Jackson. Yeah, I it was yeah, somebody a had a had a tweet this week. Uh, someone made fun of Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then someone responded that. Uh, 
Ryan Fitzpatrick has more rushing touchdowns than Bo Jackson. Yeah, that's that's funny, but unsurprising. Yeah, Bo Jackson, exciting, but in terms of his you know on field performance, was a little more potential than a performance. Uh, you know, unfortunately due to injuries and whatnot. All right, let's get to our our picks of the mm-hmm. week. All right, so we, we're starting with the uh, the Shabbos triple header. Yeah. No more Thursday games. We move straight to Saturday. Yeah, all three Saturday games really matter. They did a great job of picking games like a month ago or six weeks ago, whenever it was. Yeah. So it's it's a weird how they did it, as you pointed out, because I didn't understand this. They had like five games yeah. that were designated as potential Saturday, Saturday Yeah, because they didn't want a standalone game to suck, to, to not matter. So I don't yeah. remember offhand the other two games, but they, they picked well. I think Oakland Chargers was one of them. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're starting with Houston at Tampa Bay. Tampa, you know, could end the season nine and seven, not in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, uh, it was James, when I saw after last week, like seven and seven on the screen. I was like, what? Because they've never been in the playoff yeah. picture for one minute all season. Well, because they were three yeah. and seven and then they just haven't lost. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, Arians and, Arians and I don't understand. Has, has done a pretty good job. You and I both thought they'd be favored in this game and they're underdogs at home to Houston. A little surprising to me. Do you think do you think Byron Leftwich gets a job? He's their OC. Or do people just give Arians the credit? I mean, is it, is it credit? He's going to get a lot of interviews because the, their their offense isn't better than it was last year. I mean, Chris Godwin has become better. Yeah, but their offense was very good last year. Also, they still don't have a running game. Yeah, this is tricky. It's and funny because people thought like, well, they have such elite receivers that maybe Jameis is just being you know uh, lifted up by them. But now they're both gone. So let's see what he does this week with Perryman and Oh, is Godwin? Is Godwin? Yeah, also? I believe. Oh, Godwin's not out. Uh, but. I think for a team not in the in, he's he's injured. I don't. He, I think he's. I don't think he's. I can't imagine he's practicing today. I mean. Oh, so then that might affect my pick because I was going to say I'm picking Tampa to win this game and I'm putting a hundred million on uh, Tampa to cover. Godwin. I don't know. Let's see if there's been a, and today's Wednesday, so I don't know if there's been a status update or Evans is on IR. Yeah, but he was on I IR last week. I mean, Arian, Perriman came in and had like three. He's touchdowns. a long shot. I, I see, but. I mean, Arian said it didn't look good on Sunday. He's injured. Mm. Mm. Interesting. All right, so Keith, what are you picking, Houston or Tampa? I have to go with Houston. I, there's too much uncertainty for me with Tampa. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you don't like not only am I picking Tampa to win, but I'm putting money on it. You you, you are. Okay. I'm putting $100 million on All Tampa right, to cover. Yeah. All right. Uh, Buffalo at New England is our next game. Uh, I mean, I guess Buffalo, you know, they went into Dallas and won. They went into Pittsburgh and won. New England's offense... You know, they scored a lot of points against Cincinnati, but Tom Brady still looks... I mean, Brady's actually looking worse and yeah, worse as the weeks go on. He's lasted a lot of major metrics those last six or seven weeks of every quarterback yeah. who's played. Yeah, if he had played like a real schedule instead of the joke schedule the Patriots have played this mm-hmm. year, it might have been a, a very... Well, that's why you're saying uh, Buffalo has played the s- same joke schedule. So you're like, well, they just... You know, Buffalo beat Pittsburgh and Dallas, like Mazel Tov. Uh, the Patriots are going to win this game. Yeah. Yeah, Patriots are going to win mm-hmm. this game. Um all right, uh, San Francisco against the Rams. If the Rams had won last week, this game would have mattered more. Now, the Rams need to win out, and they need the Vikings to lose out. So, in theory, they could still make the playoffs. But uh, you know what? The Vikings are going to clinch the playoffs because the Rams are going to lose to San Francisco. I, I, I'm excited for the Niners in the playoffs because they're good enough to play against all 31 teams in the league. But they do let some bad teams stick around. I, I think every every playoff game they play is going to be 32 to 29. Like San yeah. Francisco. So, I, I, every every playoff game they're going to play is going to be great. Uh, some of these yeah, NFC I mean, teams we have to be we have to start worrying about because they've started to lose a lot of guys. Um, yeah, I, I, I have uh, the Niners to win this game. 
Yeah, Niners too. Uh, I mean, the, who have the Niners lost? That's uh, you know they're getting guys back a little bit. You know, Kittle was out; he's back. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders is uh, is back. Uh, on defense, their defense on, is pretty. You healthy know, on right defense now. they've lost guys. Yeah. Um, all right, but they're going to win today, and uh, excuse me on Saturday, and um, so our playoff, our six playoff teams will be locked in the NFC, but they're all going to win. You know, twelve games, and so the seating is going to uh, come out very. Just love seating. Um, other than other than the NFC East winner, obviously. All right. Uh, so now let's go to Sunday. Let's breeze through these irrelevant games. Jacksonville at Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's yeah, going to win, right? Baltimore at Cleveland. Um, I'm putting another $100 million on Cleveland to cover. Ten and a half. That like, is too many Cleveland points went into Cleveland, Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, they went into Baltimore and won earlier this year. Um, they they obviously don't care. Like When your players are asking to go to the Cardinals, you know that they, you've given up on the season. Yeah, well, then why are you, why but, are you betting on them? I don't know, 10.5 is too much. Yeah, I agree home. the spread's Again, too much, but maybe, maybe Vegas knows that Cleveland is just completely quitting on Freddie. I have yeah, the Ravens well, to I win, and I'm not putting left. any money on anything else. Yeah, I only have two weeks left, so I need to uh, throw my money around because uh, you can't take it with you, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm taking uh, I'm putting $100 million on Cleveland to cover. Uh, New Orleans to Tennessee. Throw another $100 million on the Barbie for uh, Alex over here. Tennessee, are they going to win? No, I'm going to pick New Orleans to win, but I'm definitely taking those 3.5 points. Yeah. It's tricky. Uh, I have New Orleans to win. Uh, I would, I, I would just stay away from the line here. All right. So no, um, no, uh, big bets for Kiba yet. yet. All right. Carolina at Indy. Another relevant game. India, uh, you know, really fell apart as the season went along. What's the line now? Uh, with, Indy with Will Greer. Uh, I, has it moved? I don't know. Uh, Will Greer can't be worse than Kyle. I Allen's think he been. is. Kyle Allen's been. I'm going all in yeah, on the Colts um, defense in in my league that has a defense um, uh, in the championship. All right, game. so you want you want to you want to put some money on? Well, this I, game? I actually went all in because that league has a defense and kicker, and I went Chase McLaughlin, the the Colts kicker, and um, <laughs> and I put money on uh, Nash Greer. Um, you you don't know yeah, that is. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, by the way, huge disappointment. He was um, uh, Daryl Payne in our uh, guillotine league. Needed just ten points from him on Monday night. To uh, advance to the division finals, and he did not get it, so his season ended. Jacoby Brissett's been my backup in that league all year, and has not been needed. Yeah, well, he, he was really. I, yeah, he, right, he, I hope he's good next year. He rested the entire season on my bench. Yeah, are you putting money? Are you putting money on Indy? What's the line? No? Uh, six yes. and a half is what yes, we have. Yes, I will at. put money on Indy uh, on six and a half, hundred million dollars. Okay. Come on, put more than that. You have one point no, seven billion. Hundred more than hundred million. On what are you going to do with the money try. when the season's over? Spend it on on basketball games. I don't know. The money oh, stays forever. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to pick every week, but it, it, you, you don't yeah. get more money for next year. <laughs> oh, I mm-hmm. didn't know that. All right, uh, all right. Cincy at Miami. Um, oh my God! You know, you know what? Throw another hundred million dollars on Miami. I don't understand. They should be they should be favored by three. I don't know why it's only one or one and a half. Because Cincy's looked pretty competent the last three weeks. Uh, not, not last week they didn't. Yeah, they were competent against the Patriots for a while. Well, they lost by three touchdowns. You know, Miami. Uh, Miami's look pretty confident. Yeah, I guess they lost are, by six. Yeah, who's the like Giants, the who's so. the thirty second best team right now? I mean, well, I mean, right now, I guess you'd say the Lions. The Lions, yeah, maybe the loser of the Giants Redskins game this week. You could have as number thirty two. Yeah, but both those teams have looked pretty yeah. competent, right? I mean, the Giants went, took just won by sixteen points in the previous week. Took a potential playoff team to overtime. So, um, you know, season long, it's obviously still Miami and Cincy. These two teams. Um, all right, Pittsburgh at the Jets. Um, I'm picking your Jets to win this yeah, game. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm not. I don't think – Darnold has only really been able to feast on on bad defenses and whatever you think the Cowboys are. I don't think Pittsburgh has any offense, though. Yeah, I don't think you really need offense again. The Jets are so banged up. They've got, like, 20 guys on IR. 
All right, you know what? Another hundred million dollars wow. for Alex. Put it on wow. the Jets, baby. One, two, three, four, five, six. Jets are, six jets are bad. Throwing my money all over the place. All right, Giants at Washington. Uh, I'm picking Washington to win here. Doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll go with the Giants. Okay. Any particular reason? Uh, I don't even know if Manning Jones is playing, so no. <laughs> Who's playing? All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I assume I mean, it's Manning. I assume it's Eli. Yeah, I don't think Jones is Yeah. They're riding Eli all mm-hmm. the way, baby. All right. Detroit at Denver. You know, I, I was very big on Denver last week after they went into Houston and destroyed them. And then I guess the bloom was off the rose. Drew Locke scored three points. Yeah. They, uh, I, I, you know, oh, I'm Jones was a full to participant in practice today, so I assume he is playing. Uh, oh, are you switching your pick? No, yeah. Keeping it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick yeah, Denver, Denver to win. Denver to win. Uh, Locke is so much better than than Bluff. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, all right, Oakland at the Chargers. So the Chargers won 45 to 10. The next week they lose 39 to 10. The the Chargers are just like the um the the most like the sloppiest team I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Like they lost the Vikings 39 to 10, but I still think that they win that. You know, I picked the Chargers to yeah. win that game, and I wasn't just because I was being like a depressing Vikings fan. It w- the Vikings were winning 12 to 10. And the Chargers were driving uh, towards the Vikings' red zone uh, with, like, 30 seconds to go in the first half, trying to take the lead going into the half. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, a sack fumble returned the other way for six, and all of a sudden the Vikings were winning 19-10 at the half. And then the second half was just turnover. The first play of the second half was a fumble by Melvin Gordon, his second loss fumble of the game. Uh, Drew Brees had, uh, excuse me, uh, Philip Rivers had three interceptions in the second half. I mean, they're just such a sloppy team, and they have so much talent on both sides of the ball. Yeah, but the Raiders might be sloppier, so, honestly. They might not even be the sloppiest team in this game. I mean the mm-hmm. car the car slide and penalty was was I mean this was the worst loss any teams had this year. When you I know it wasn't the biggest game of the season, but when you factor in they were still very much in the playoff race if they win their last three games. Yeah, they it was their last game ever in Oakland. They they were the Jaguars were lifeless for the whole game. Sixteen three at the half, sixteen six yeah. after three. They know no interest winning. in winning, and and the Raiders literally ended the game like you know that slide takes you to two minutes with one timeout. They get the ball back. With you know twenty seconds after a punt, right? Yeah, and yeah. and and that penalty, and then, I mean, he kicks a field. I, I guess you kick that field goal. You're up. You're up by three. Does that real like you don't want the other team to go down and do? But they they on fourth and six from the twenty seven. Obviously, if you go for it, you you're in kneel down territory at that point, or or punt with ten seconds left. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think. Um, I actually meant to look this up before the podcast, and I forgot to do so. But I wanted to check, like, how often has a team won a game by 35 points and then lost the next next week by 20, 28 points, 29 well, points? Why, who's going to do that? The char- well, the Chargers. They won 45-10. Oh, and you the think last, they're going to blow out the Raiders this week? Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I think so they're going to zig back. I'm going to pick the Chargers to win. I think they're going to cover. Yeah, I think the Raiders are going to be so deflated elsewhere. after last week. It was just such a depressing Yeah. Thing. So are you putting money on the Chargers or no? No. All right. Dallas at Philly. Um, you know, we all thought you and you and me and Simmons and probably a bunch of the listeners. I'll find out when I check later. All thought Philly would be favored. I don't understand why Dallas is favored. I mean, I understand they're a public team, and I understand that Philly's you know a joke. But but Dallas has not been good except except against bad teams. I guess Philly's a bad team. Is that the argument here? Yeah, I mean, Phil. Have you watched them play? Of course they suck. Yeah, but if they can't they can't muster up. I mean, you know, they went into Green Bay and won on a Thursday night earlier this but year. But Dallas is a lot like the Rams that they're a different team every single week of the season. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not going to put money on it, but I'm picking Philly to win this game. And ergo to win the division. This game sucks. No, I think whoever wins it, well, if the Cowboys win this game, they win the division outright. They clutch. But it would be, yeah, the, it would be so would funny if the Eagles win and then and then lose next week to Washington. Lose, 
Yeah, uh, but but then Dallas no, loses. The uh, whoever plays Washington, whoever loses, it's like oh, you want them? They're both, both going to gonna lose. Week. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a comedy oh. of errors. All right, uh, what's your pick here? Who's winning this game? Philly, Philly at home. Yeah. All right. Not wrong. Um, okay. Um, Arizona at Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks have had one game decided by more than a t- you know by yeah a the Cardinals are going to give them hell. The season. Cardinals are going to play you know the Cardinals are going to yeah play this the line here. you know what throw another hundred million dollars in the Cardinals nine and a half it's too high so I'm going to also do a hundred million oh it's way too high nine and a right. half is insane like you said they haven't had a win by nine and a half all year one win I think yeah well, they had yeah they had yeah. one but yeah so I don't understand why this line is so high um, you know Seattle's going to win the game Arizona like way, they don't have it. any good players so their injuries don't really matter other than Kyler Murray who's still healthy. <laughs> Yeah, the truth um, is that they're going to be such a trendy pick for 2020. The Cardinals. Yeah, but the problem is that they're in a tough division. They aren't really tough division. I mean, the Rams. I right, guess someone has to be bad in that division if you don't watch out. And it's yeah, like I mean, you, Shanahan yeah, and McVay. I don't know. Maybe maybe Carroll retires. Well, here's the thing: Seattle coming into the season, we thought of was an eight and eight team, right? So they could. They kind of are an eight and eight team. team. Everyone's going to have them as a regressor for sure. Yeah, yeah, and and the Rams don't have any draft picks. They're getting old, so you know they could go mm-hmm. back to eight and eight. And so, and San Francisco also. San Francisco was an eight and eight team coming into the year, who sort of exploded. And maybe you know they come back. To, so I could see all four teams in this division going eight, eight, nine, and seven mm-hmm. this year. Not impossible. Um, all right, now let's get to the night games. Kansas City at Chicago. So they did not flex this game out. Fox obviously protected the uh, the Eagles Cowboys game, and the only other option really was New Orleans at Tennessee. Uh, instead, we have Kansas City Chicago. Chicago having lost to the Packers. Uh, did you watch any of that game? Uh, yeah. So first of all, down fifteen, they score the touchdown, and then they go, they kick one, so they're down eight, which obviously was enragingly yeah. stupid. And then they have, they try the hail mary, it fails, and then they did instead of the hail mary on the last play of the game, they do the laterals, and it almost yes. almost worked. Everyone knows this is Wednesday, and everyone's like, yeah, and everyone's lamenting, but obviously what would happen is they would miss two point conversion. Oh no question, they would have missed so, two. Yeah, but they would, but they would have covered. But Trubisky's um, looked. I mean, he didn't for, play particularly well against the Packers, but he's looked much more competent the last two weeks. I don't know what they yeah. do. I mean, they're not going to have a good pick. I don't know what the Bears do. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City uh, is going to go into Chicago and win this game. Yeah, that's not exactly a hot take. Okay. All right. Uh, and let's get to the Monday night game. Green Bay at Minnesota. So because of the Packers beating the Bears, this game actually doesn't matter as much as um, as it would have otherwise. Even if the Vikings win, they would still need to win the following week and the Packers to lose the following yeah. week. And whereas the Packers did not deserve to beat Detroit the first time they played this year, in Week 17, Detroit, you know, half of their players will already be in Aruba. So uh, the Packers are going to Week 17. So I don't know. Where, where do Lions go in the offseason? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, uh, you know, the Vikings, by the way, this line is up to four and a half now. That's weird. Again, even though, For even teams, why well, is it not, four and a half? Because they're not even teams. There's, there's no. I understand that sort of the, uh, the, 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 the average fan who doesn't pay that much attention looks at it and says, "Packers, You're so butthurt Vikings, by Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Pro Bowl." Uh, no, I can, the Pro Bowl is relevant, but um, no, I understand why it's Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. It's the Green Bay Packers against the Vikings. So people will say, "Oh yeah, even teams. The, the, you know, the Packers should only be three point dogs." But the reality is that the Packers are like they're basically Seattle. They're a team that's been very lucky. To uh, pull out a lot of close wins, they you know the the the, the Packers I think have the worst um, points differential. The Vikings have the second best points differential in the NFC behind uh, San Francisco. The Packers are way below the Vikings in DVOA and like, in like sort of in, in any advanced stat. The Packers are like not a very good team. They've they've skated through it eleven. They got they got lucky in their Vikings win. They got very lucky in their in their in their uh, Lions win. Obviously, I mean that was crazy. Um, again. Push comes to shove when they're hosting the Vikings in week uh, in the in the wild card round. Am I going to pick the Vikings to go into Green Bay and lose? No, I'm sure to win. No, I'm sure they'll lose in a heartbreaking fashion. But like, 
objectively, if you take away like the names of the teams and the names of the quarterbacks, the Vikings are a much better team. The Packers' defense is very bad. Uh, but they have they have something that most teams don't have, which is like a legitimate pass rush. Their secondary. Yeah, well, is bad. but then, but yeah. Um, so, uh, why wow, you want to put money on the Packers here? No, I, I, I want, a lot of times in week sixteen, week seventeen, you're you're guessing on who's trying more. So now, obviously, for the, both these teams, they should both be trying. No, of course they are because, because the, the Packers, Packers could be the one seed. Yes, the Packers are playing absolutely. for a buy. The the Packers, I'd say, have more to play for. I would than the Vikings agree. because the Vikings. I, I would agree. The Vikings are almost locked into the yeah. six seed at this point. Yeah, but I, I think they're going to be trying. You know, it's a hated rivalry. It's Monday Night Football. Uh, if if you, you're the Vikings and you lose, uh, you know, assuming the Rams lose, you can really rest Week 17 completely, right? Anybody who's who, anybody yes. who's banged up does not need to play because, you, like you said, you're locked into the six. You've lost to the Packers. If the Vikings lose this game, they're locked into the six. Yeah, <sighs> but the Packers still might be the three, even if even if they beat you, right? Well, depending. If the Packers yeah, win if, out, if, are well, they automatically? Do they automatically have a bye? If the Packers win out, then they would be thirteen and three. The Seattle San Francisco winner could also be thirteen and three, and and New and Orleans. Then, yeah, could also be thirteen and three. So I, I I haven't figured that out, but I think I think the Packers. I mean, I, I don't think it matters because the Packers are going to lose this game and they're going to be locked okay. in. The, I, I will so. pick the Vikings to win. But with no degree of Yeah, Vikings are going to win this game, and then we're going to see the, the same game in the wild card round. And by the way, I will pick the Vikings to win that game because objectively, the Vikings are a better team and should beat the Packers. But um, I'm sure they'll find a heartbreaking way to lose, unless they want to save it for the next week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the only team I'm really afraid of is a Vikings fan. I mean, the main thing I'm afraid of is the Vikings being the Vikings. Well, so you guys lost uh, to Seattle, sort of, so know. there's no way for you to catch Seattle. You know, I mean, other than them no. losing twice, which I, I doubt is going to happen, but it's possible. Yeah, yeah exactly. They have two division we can't. games. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. The Vi- the Vikings are locked into the six. They're going to be twelve and four. And lo- well, you I guess, the I guess Niners, if they rest though, right? everybody, they'll lose they the Bears. Not played the Niners. No. So uh, do, no. do they lose a tiebreaker to the Niners? They lose the tiebreaker there. Uh, well, if they win, if they win out, and they would need if the Niners lost another conference game, it's possible. No, the Vikings are the six seed. And also, the Niners are going to beat the Rams the day before, anyways. So, well, yeah. If the Viking, if the Niners lose to the Rams, then you have to. Yeah, it's actually a bigger game for the Vikings because then they still need a win to yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, so I actually I want the Rams to win to give the Vikings a chance of getting the five seed because if you're the five seed, you get to play at you know. Oh, it'd be so funny. Philly. We'll play this again if the Rams win both and you guys lose both. We'll play this audio again. For the yeah. Rams. Next week we got to do our. <laughs> well, I we was got to do what we do every week seventeen, which is our uh, predicting which coaches get fired draft. Oh yeah, I was I was picking the um I was rooting for the Bears last week specifically because of the fact that even though the Bears win meant they could still technically make the playoffs over mm-hmm. the Vikings. If the Bears won, the Vikings would have basically become favorites for the division. Because then, if the Vikings won against the Packers, then then they would you know they control their own mm-hmm. destiny. Um, and the Bears let me down. And then Josh Cantor pointed out on Facebook, which I had never realized that like the Bears have been utterly destroyed yes. by the Packers for twenty five years. More so, more so than the Lions have been. It's kind of crazy. Like in my head, the way that the NFC North has worked is you had the Bears and the Pack, the Vikings and the Bears were pretty even. The Lions were at the bottom, and the Packers were a little bit above. Actually. The Vikings and the Packers have been pretty even, mm-hmm. and the and the Vikings have also been pretty even with the Bears. Everybody beats up right. on the Lions. The difference in the the reason the Packers won more division uh, divisions than the Vikings is because the Vikings split with the Bears every year, and the Packers sweep the Bears. Yeah. every and year. and also the perception is because the Packers have won a Super Bowl uh, with their current yeah. quarterback. The Bears have been yes. to a Super Bowl, you know, in the last fifteen years. Obviously, yeah. you guys have not, and the Lions have never. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So, all right. So, those are our week sixteen picks. Oh, uh, would you go? I mean, uh, obviously, this talk is, about it's a long way out because you know you're probably going to have a road wild card game. But if the Vikings win yeah. all three, there's no way for the Vikings to get a bye, right? 
Yeah, if they if they if they win the, if they if they win their final and two games the, and the Packers lose their final two games. No, a bye. Obviously, the Packers would have to. Yeah, well, they need one other loss from the from one of the other winners, either the Saints or the NFC West winner, yeah. which would preferably be San Francisco because we lost the tiebreaker to Seattle. It's possible. But you, can you say right now that if you if they make the Super Bowl, you will go? <laughs> it's in Miami, yeah. right? So Usually cheap tickets. To, yes, to the Miami Super Bowls. Yes. I will definitely go okay. to the Super Bowl if the Vikings are not. But the Vikings are not. The Vikings are not going to win three consecutive road games in the playoffs. It's not going to happen. No, I agree. It's impossible. And it would be right. They're, they're four and four. Well, on the, road this the, year. the way to get the way to start getting your way to the Super Bowl in the NFC is to get the five seed. Yeah. Because if you have I to mean, go, th- if you I have think... to go, if you're the six seed and you have to go to like Green Bay, New Orleans, and San Francisco in three straight weeks, that's, that's you know one of the hardest roads yeah. in NFL history. And again, I, and I think I think they would be they would be less than three points against the Packers. In other words, they'd be you know considered the better team against the Packers in Lambeau. I think the Packers would probably be you know two and a half point favorites or two point favorites, something like that. Assuming the Vikings beat them this week, but even if they win that game, yeah, your reward the next week is you got to go at where at Seattle or, or whatever it is yeah. or at New no, Orleans. I would love to. Go. I'd be legging my chops to get Seattle. In the, in the I mean, look, if they could be oh Seattle again, yeah, because Seattle's like the Packers is a not very good team who's had a lot of luck this year. Yeah, if 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 the Vikings could find a way to avoid San Francisco, and I will add one of the frustrating parts for you is there's one team in the NFL who has not lost a home game this year, and it's the Vikings. The Vikings. So it stinks that you're almost yeah. not you know you're almost certainly not. I mean the 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 Packers are seven and one at home. Um, and so maybe maybe the road will lead through Lambo. Their only loss was the Eagles. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. So let's even pretend, and this is not the case, but let's pretend the Vikings were a 60-40 favorite in, in all three of their uh, road playoff games, and they're not going to be. They're going to be underdogs. But let's pretend, hypothetically, they were 60-40 favorites. Still, to win three 60-40 games in a row is, what, like a 22% yeah. chance yeah, or something like, like that? So, yeah, it's not going to happen. So uh, we'll take it a week at a time, though. So all right, so that's week sixteen. So yeah, uh, on the uh, on the patron side this week, we're gonna uh, continue with our uh, music, uh, finding the best song mm-hmm. of the nineties, or at least getting to the the thrifty thirty two. The thrifty thirty two, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. Keep talking to you later. Bye.
Hi, this is Dr. Joy. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. Hi, this is Will Friedle. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood.